Is the hiring craze over? Hi, welcome back to Paul Group Employment Shmus Podcast. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Paul Group Staffing. Two weeks ago in our Shmus, we touched on the topic of candidates who feel uncertain about the current market, so they're looking for better, more secure options. I was asked afterwards how I look at the current job market. So in this week's Shmus, I will share with you my view on the overall current job market and tell you some of my past experience since I've worked as a recruiter in economies where there was either a total hiring freeze or many layoffs. There is no question that the hype is over. Those who listen to me know I've been saying for a while that all these crazy above-market salaries that companies were offering due to the talent shortage will come to an end once the market cools down. But there are also many shifts that happen in an uncertain market. I will add that you will probably start seeing some who are working in real estate or recruiting as well, seeking out new opportunities, just like you see many mortgage brokers looking for other opportunities. I mentioned previously that there are two types of brokers and two types of recruiters. Some are not experienced and not trained. They are just tapping into a desperate market at the height of the market hype. They see the opportunity when they see a tray full of goodies, but when the tray gets empty, they walk away and start looking for other trays to eat from because they don't have the resources to refill the tray. And there are those who know the trade inside out. They come with experience and are well-trained. They also understand how the market works and know how to create work as well. And since they have the experience, they know how to refill the tray when it becomes empty. Therefore, you'll notice that a lot of mortgage brokers, insurance brokers, or recruiters, all those who work mainly on a commission-based structure, those who came and seized the opportunity, they caught some fish and enjoyed them as long as there was enough fish to catch. But as soon as the frenzy is over, they have no resources to maintain it. And therefore, most of the time, they need to move on to another industry. So that's what happens in an uncertain market or when there is a shift in the job market or in the housing market, etc. Now, let's try to understand the current job market. People ask, how is it that companies are currently laying off employees, but contrarily, there is still an overall growth in employment? How do you make sense of this? Well, the economy doesn't usually shut down from one day to another, unless there is an epidemic and we force it to shut down. So, for example, if a company got a PO and has a six-month to a year contract to manufacture products, let's say, that will most likely continue running until the end of the contract. The reason why there is a contract in place is so they won't need to renegotiate pricing every time they deliver goods. The economic impact will only affect this company at the time of contract renewal when the prices changes. You will find the same concept in many other businesses, let's say in the construction industry. There are currently thousands of projects in the making which will take two or three years to complete. This wasn't the planning stage long before, and most subcontractors are already hired to do the job. Most products to complete the jobs were already signed off on a long time ago. And even if the market declines, we can still assume these projects will probably go on. And in order to finish the jobs, 
they will still need employees and even hire more as needed. Problem is, there might be a hold on new construction sites if there will be a shortage in buyers. But even if there is no new construction, there are still going to be those who move on from one place and try to get into other projects where there is still work needed. So that's why, even though there is no hype anymore, companies won't hire and overpay for talent. But companies can't operate without a great team and good employees are always valuable. The world goes on. And you will still see companies hiring. But those companies who notice a decline in fresh new orders and they see a decline in their pipeline, it's not piled up enough. These companies usually implement a hiring freeze and they only hire for immediate needs. By the way, I use the construction industry as an example, but it might not be the best example because as the population grows, housing is a need just like food and other life necessities. But whatever example you want to pick, the bottom line is that in a time of economic downturn, companies have more leverage when it comes to hiring. They only offer what the company can afford to pay and what the true market price is out there. It usually has a ripple effect on the overall operations of a company. Companies that were cushioned with many employees in the department because they were in the growing vision mode start to tighten the ship. They change from vision mode to focusing on their profit and loss. And therefore, it might very well have a ripple effect on remote employees as well. I think that more and more employers will start asking employees who are currently working remotely to come into office to work because that's how they can run a tighter ship. I believe this is all common sense logic. I'm not creating any new theories here. But I would like to point out to employers why it is more effective to think about a hiring freeze instead of layoffs. It's a fact that labor costs account for as much as 70% of total business costs. It's understood that when a company needs to tighten the ship, the first thing to ease the burden is cutting or limiting the labor costs. But it's not necessarily always the case. A company as a whole is constructed of many parts like a puzzle. The products or services, the clients and customer service experience it is all intertwined with your current staff. Your current staff that has experience with your services and products and knows your clientele can never be compared to new inexperienced staff. If you lay off your experienced staff, then you might lose out much more. Everyone is replaceable at some point, but you might need to revamp your entire company before you find those replacements. Therefore, I tell employers to think ahead. Understand the value that your current staff brings you and hold on to them as long as you can because they are the pillars of your company. Recruiters might be very happy if you lay off now because at some point you'll hopefully need to rehire and that will generate more placements. But I'm being honest with you, as I always try to do. Money comes and goes, but honestly, once it's gone, then everything is out of the window. So here are some experiences I can share with you. I remember in 2008, I had a client servicing the real estate industry. At the peak of the downtime, they were sitting with a few project managers and I knew that their staff got paid their weekly salary and almost had no work to do. One day I called up my client and asked him, can I employ one of your project managers into another company? They are sitting around and doing petty work here. You are paying them a hefty salary. Let me help you. I can outplace them for you and I will place them someplace else. He answered me, I'm a bit older than you. I've been around the block before. Times will change soon and we'll get new projects coming our way. I'm investing now. So when the projects arrive, 
I will be ready to take them on. And this guy was so right. He was ready and others in his industry were not. He held on to every great employee at the time when others looked at him as if he was crazy. But in the end, he had the last laugh. Obviously, employers work with accountants and they should listen to them and weigh their options accordingly. But what I see is that most accountants are focused on budgets and balance sheets, while employers should also look at their labor budget as a gauge versus their entire company. Your company is your employees. Without your experienced employees, you might not have a company. Another point, based on my experience, there is a huge difference between corporate America companies and privately owned companies. Most employees at corporate American companies are in cookie cutter positions. If one leaves, then HR will find another candidate to replace them. And the general loyalty between the company and employees is not at great risk because it almost doesn't exist versus employees in the private sector where the loyalty plays a big role when a privately owned company starts firing employees then the damage of shaking up the company and losing the loyalty between company and employees is at a much greater risk this is why i believe that local companies privately owned companies need to focus on a different angle when you read the news and see that this corporate company handled their workforce this way or that way, you can't compare their risk to yours. A large corporate company can lay off thousands of employees and still have a company versus a privately owned company that loses even just a few experienced employees and loses the environment and loyalty has nothing left afterwards. So it's important to be very careful and rather focus on a hiring freeze if needed. And now let's advertise a job. A service business based in Brooklyn, New York is seeking to hire an office manager to oversee the office staff and hire and train new employees. Must have at least two or three years of team management experience, be a great communicator, and know how to delegate work. Sometimes when we advertise a job like this, we get many inquiries from people who claim they fit the position because they have many years of office work experience. As much as I'd like to place them, when this client says they need someone with office management experience, I know that they really mean it and they won't settle for just office experience. They need a manager. But please feel free to send your resume even if you only have office experience because we have many office jobs as well. You can always email your resume to resume at pollgroup.com. That's R-E-S-U-M-E at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. We value confidentiality and a professional recruiter will reach out to you if they see a potential position suiting your skills and experience. Wishing you all continued success in whatever you do. Have a wonderful day.